Oh, man. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I was about ready to throw this computer out the damn window. <laughs> My God. Uh, sorry, folks. A little late tonight. Um, had some minor technical difficulties. My computer was deciding that tonight would be a great night to not cooperate. But here we are. We're here. And uh, it's the 40th episode of Top Oh, my God. <laughs> We've made it. Yeah. Um, we're you know, big timing. <laughs> big timing. Um, I actually, uh, I was surfing YouTube looking for fun videos to watch. And I ran across one that sounded so interesting. And it's one of my favorite subjects that I thought, you know what? Let's have a movie night. Let's sit down, watch a little YouTube video and, uh, you know, have some fun commenting on it and uh, reviewing it. Um, as you guys know, we've talked quite a bit about the mysteries of the Congo and how so much crazy stuff has happened. Um, lots of, uh, lots of stories about living dinosaurs. Um, Oh shit. I was like, why am I not looking at my camera? What's happening? (laughs) It's, It's on my laptop camera. Oh, that's funny. Um, I guess I should make sure my audio is right this week. Hold on a second, folks. Perfect. All right, good. We're good. I've got myself a frosty beverage. And uh, I don't know, Matt. I'm ready to hit this video. What do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it, man. Now, um, there we go. I That's do... so much better. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I, I see the dusters made it in the garage. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, man, I got tired of spending money on covers. Like, nothing, <laughs> nothing was surviving the Arkansas extremes. Like, wow. Like man, we get we get the extreme of every season. Wow! And I love it because it means we get all four seasons. But they have got to send somebody here to develop some cover tech. <laughs> so funny. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my sweet baby. <laughs> Good to uh, see it back in the garage. Trucks are a little bit more durable, I think. Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, it was doing fine out there under the cover. Like I said, the cover kept tearing and blowing off and everything else. So I, was, I figured. It's time to move old, old dusty poo back inside and just work on chief in the driveway, nice. like a, like the proper heathen I am. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, thank you all for joining us this week. Um, like I said, we got a little video here queued up, so hopefully my computer cooperates. I think it will. And uh... call it a Valer one more time. <laughs> all right. Five unsolved mysteries of the Congo jungle that cannot be explained. Let's see what this is all about. Make sure uh, make sure we got audio on this thing. Nothing. No audio? You're shitting me right now. <sighs> so anyway, guys, while Chris <laughs> figures this out, <laughs> plan on doing a little brisket cook in the morning while we record my other show. Man, can we just all agree the price of like the meats you need to smoke delicious meats has gotten way too damn high? Absolutely. Like, put a guess put a guess on uh what you think a four pound brisket cost us today. Oh man. I I would say thirty or forty bucks. Yeah, thirty seven damn yeah. dollars. Yeah, and it's true. a shit piece of meat. Like brisket is junk meat. That's why we are. It got so popular with us, the smoking guys. 
because we found out a way to make it delicious. Okay. <clears throat> Let me just, uh, let's try this one more time. What's up, Aaron? Sure. Still no audio? No. I mean, that's a beautiful shot, though. I mean, just fantastic. It, it is a beautiful shot, isn't it? But a beautiful shot is not going to do for me. <laughs> I mean, just aesthetically, I I love it. Um, but I mean, goddamn, I'm just over here like I just want to make a 15 pound brisket and enjoy myself. But nope, not in the card. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I wonder how Hold many on, people folks. come to watch no. our videos. And they're just there for the comment section. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe quite a bit. All right. This should work. Fix yourself a beverage, my man. Yeah, yeah. Fix a fix up a beverage. <laughs> um These, uh, I don't know why sometimes I actually, I think I figured it out and now my computer's frozen. This is awesome. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. I'm just over here sipping the moonshine. <clears throat> yeah. I fired up the computer tonight and it's like updating and I'm like, Oh my God, why? Like, Oh no. And for some reason, StreamYard, my whole system is uh, not cooperating. It's really pissing me off. It's been, uh, I've had this computer for a few years now, and I've just loaded it with so much stuff that I think it's time to uh, hawk it and get a new one. I will highly recommend a MacBook. Am I lagging right now? Because everything is frozen. Uh, bro, you ain't moving. I hear you talking, though. There you oh, are. You're moving again. Okay. okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. <laughs> oh, let's try this again. That were roaming the ocean hey! during the time of the dinosaurs. All right. One location this. that's housed some of these creatures. All right. From the top. Here we go. <clears throat> Every single year, scientists have been finding the existence of long since believed to be extinct species all across the world including the existence of many marine animals that were roaming the oceans back during the time of the dinosaurs. One location that's said to house some of these creatures is that of the Democratic Republic of the Congo, which seems to be Earth's real life Jurassic. The Congo jungle, also known as the Congo Basin or the Congo Rainforest, is a vast and dense tropical rainforest that covers a large part of Central Africa. The region is incredibly rich, Thousands of species of plants. What do you think, Matt? You think there's still stuff in the Congo? Man, we've talked about this. I think I think there is. 
Um, I think one thousand four hundred speed. Let's go down here. Despite its immenseness, much of the Congo jungle remains unexplored. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, are we back? So anyway, yeah, we're okay. So I think I think there's something in the Congo. Environment for like quite a few things. But I mean, I always get cracked up when they call it the Democratic Republic of difficult for scientists and Northern Co of Congo. And I'm just like, that place is overran with a lot of war wars. We call it a Democratic Republic. Only about ten percent of the. It's like the Democratic Republic of California. <laughs> Democratic Republic of AK-47. ...exploration and research in the region, including the establishment of several protected areas and the use of... I wonder how many undiscovered tribes are still in the Congo. Uh, bro, I wonder how many... I mean, can we really... Yeah, this guy. ...when translated means the one who stops the flow of rivers. It's a mysterious creature that has been mentioned in different stories by the people who live in the Congo. I love the fact that he worked in AI artwork. These people have the most contact with this creature. And are said to have encountered it many times. It would not, it would not surprise me if a dinosaur was discovered in the Congo. No, it wouldn't shock me at all. To live in Lake Tele near the Congo River in Africa. It's used as a reference by some researchers. In fact, if there was one place I would expect a dinosaur to still be living, it would be in the Congo. It's just. I mean, the the environment's right. Creature. It's smooth, brown, honestly one of the least ha inhabited places in the world. One of the least explored places on for However, on the ground. The locals who live so I mean, it's I say that's possible. The describe it as looking very similar to that of a miniature sauropod, a group of long-necked herbivorous dinosaurs that lived during the Mesozoic era. Sauropods had small heads, long necks, massive bodies, and thick pillar-like legs. Their most distinctive feature was their long necks, which they used to reach up into the trees and strip the leaves from branches. The Mokele Mbembe is perhaps best known for leaving behind its large footprints, yeah, which are known for having three claws and leaving deep impressions in the ground. These can be found throughout the swampy jungles of Africa, with the locals using these footprints as proof that the creature is genuine. Hippo prints, though? I don't know what hippo footprints look like. I mean, native pygmies and Western explorers—that'd be a big ass hippo, dude. Right? Like, if you look, they're not exactly small. No, but what I'm saying is, like, hippo, like their foot is actually pretty small, like the underwater compared to their body size. Explored regions of the forests. A recent expedition has shown that these stories have been told for many decades and that the locals very much believe that this creature is real and not a myth. One of the researchers on the team said that it may have been a dinosaur like Brontosaurus, which modern science says has been extinct for over 70 million years. Pause it. The same researcher, Roy McCall, had the So I don't know when this video was made, but actually... Uh... Modern science says the Brontosaurus never actually existed. Really? Yeah, it's been disproven. It's uh, they said it was and Triceratops. They said Triceratops is actually just a young version of another horned dinosaur. Really? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I wonder which one because they, they've allegedly found the skulls. You know? Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, yeah, they said Triceratops and uh, uh oh. I guess we're having some streaming issues. Um, awesome. Fantastic. But uh, yeah, they've uh, disproven Brontosaurus as well. But you also got to keep in mind, like, the T-Rex and the Spinosaurus and everything has gone through, like, multiple redesigns since their discovery. Yeah. I, I don't know. The whole dinosaur 
topic is a little bit touchy for me because I don't know if I, uh, I just don't. It's hard for me when I find out that they're finding fragments of these things and then assuming what the rest of it looks like. You know what I mean? The Thera. Ah, shit. The stupid long name. The Thera. Therapod, Therasaur. No, the Thera. <laughs> Thera. Shit. It was whatever the hell stabbed the dinosaur in the newest Jurassic Park movie. Stab a dinosaur. <laughs> Let's see here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to think which one you're talking about. Yeah, here's why I couldn't say it. It's a Therry Xenosaurus. Okay. <laughs> a Therry Xenosaurus. They've only found like a knuckle. <laughs> and they've built, hold on, they only found a knuckle and they built an entire model of, of this thing. And it was like a knuckle in China or something like that. Hmm. Um, but dude, I mean, they, they just make a lot of assumptions. You know, it's uh, it's funny because if you get really deep in a conspiracy, some people will tell you that this planet is run by reptilians. And what if one of the cover-ups was like, let's just pretend that we're finding giant, giant lizards and we'll call them dinosaurs because they're in reality uh, bones from these reptilians. Grief. I'm sorry. They found they found a little bit more than just a knuckle, but okay. really, but what it was was actually shoulders. That's all they found was like the upper, the shoulders, and like one whole arm, and they built the rest of the dino off of that. Interesting. They're also saying now that uh, the T Rex had lips <laughs> and that it was feathered. So I. When it comes I mean, to dinosaurs, I'm like, fuck. I, I can get I can get on board with the feathered part of it because I mean the dinosaurs were actually been proven not to be cold blooded. Um, they've been proven to be uh, warm. Their bone structure and everything have proven to be they were they were warm blooded animals, and that most of them evolved into birds. Like, what do you think the closest living relative of a T Rex is? A chicken. Yep, it sure is. <laughs> Um, uh, c- come on, though. No. C- do we believe that shit? <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. I mean, it may sound ridiculous, man, but I mean, look at what we've done. Like, look at what they've done with, say, bulldogs. That's true. But how the, how did T Rex get so fucked over? I mean, we went supposedly we were monkeys, and look at us now, flourishing. And the T Rex is like this badass dinosaur, allegedly, and then allegedly. it becomes a fucking chicken to end up on our dinner table. You know what I mean? Hey, man, <laughs> they're delicious. Oh, Who says they're losing? Heart disease kills a lot of people. <laughs> I don't know. It's, <laughs> I'd say they're still fucking winning. A T Rex to a chicken is hard for me. I, I don't know if over sixty five million years. Look what they've done to dog breeds with just a little bit of selective breeding over twenty years. A little bit of selective breeding. Come on, Matt. That's a lot of selective breeding, dude. That's a lot of. That's a lot of. <laughs> this is your child. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not entirely sold on evolution. I really am not. I mean, look, man. I, like I, I'm not saying like we evolved from monkeys, 
I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying, you give it 65 million years and a fucking meteor, something's going to come out of all of it. Uh, uh, swamps. Of I don't know. Where it was believed that the animal lived. Interestingly, he was able to come back with a photograph of a footprint that is believed to belong to the Mokele Mbembe. The Forbidden Swamp region is located in the center of the Congo, and it covers an average area of 49,000 square miles, which is as large as New York. The natives told the missionaries where the sauropod dinosaur lived, after the missionaries had shown them pictures of various animals. And interestingly, when a photograph of a sauropod dinosaur was shown to the natives, they said that this image matched the creature's description. They had known about the mysterious animal that lived along the rivers and deep swamp pools, but did not know what a sauropod was until the missionaries told them. This dinosaur-like creature is said to feast on the vegetables and fruits of the jungles. One thing that's been noted is that it doesn't get along with hippos, and various tribe members have seen these two animals battle. Okay, that would Back be fucking awesome. Back in 1999, the Sunday right? Times of London reported <laughs> that the people of the Kabonga tribe had managed to take down one of these creatures, and said that once it was captured, they ended its life with their hunting tools. In the fall of 1981, Herman Registers led a team in Lake Tele, and is said to have returned with items belonging to this ancient creature. This included things like footprint casts, droppings, and a mysterious sound which couldn't be pinned to any local wildlife. Reports of Mokele Mbembe go all the way back to the 18th century, and since 1980, over 25 expedition teams have searched for the mysterious animal. In 2018, another expedition was sent with DNA experts to look for clues of the creature. They found nothing that could help them pinpoint the animal, but interestingly they did discover a new kind of algae. Some have said that there's still many creatures and organisms on this planet that we don't know about. No shit. Discover Africa purchased a documentary from an independent crew in 2016, and the documentary showed how the crew spent four weeks gathering information from different tribes and villages about the existence of such an animal. Numerous natives believed in its existence, while some said that the last of the species passed away at least a decade ago. Eyewitness reports. Gathering the... Now here's something interesting. Like, I can't imagine all these tribes, tribes are, you know, connected. So I wonder if there's like multiple tribes that are not in contact with each other that describe the same type of creature. That would be right. interesting. That would be like for me, like that's a that's some serious evidence type shit. Like, okay, maybe there is something to this. I mean, like, the, but I mean, I also find it interesting that somebody said that the last of them died out like a decade before. Mm. So something. I mean, what if they? What if legitimately, like all these tribes were looking over them and the last of them did die? Could very well be. Which would which would suck that we didn't get to, you know. Don't worry, man. Scientists, if scientists, they can find a bone, they're going to clone it. You yeah. know, they're going to. They're like, we need the megafauna. I'm, I'm interested to see this woolly mammoth that they're going to make because they're going to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really interested and kind of excited about the woolly mammoth thing. Like, it's going to absolutely wreck whatever it runs into. But, man, such such an exciting time. Like, I mean, the world's ended anyway. We might as well Jurassic Park it up while we can. This is what pisses me off about rich people. You know, you got guys like Elon and fucking Jeff Bezos. 
if I was one of those guys, I'm weird enough to like, all right, I've got all this money. I'm going to find Bigfoot. I'm going to find like, I'm going to go after all this shit. That way I can be like, hey, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have known that the Malkalian Bembe exists. You know right. What I mean? Right. Just be like, and I made it happen. <laughs> I'd have three of them like guarding my property and shit. <laughs> just like. She's like, in the moat, we have Michele Mbembe. <laughs> oh, man. That's like the ultimate prize, though. Like, you get all these big game hunters and shit. They got all these heads and shit on their wall. They got all these wall mounts. Man, to have one of these things mounted up, woo. You can go over to somebody's house, and they got like a 40 by 60 shop, and you're like, like, oh, man, you, you're really in the cars? And he goes, no, nah, dude, this is, that's my legendary animal. Uh, he's got mounts. one in his. And you, like you step out there, he's got like fucking a uh, Sasquatch, like rap battle on a Yeti mounted up, and then he's got like McKinnon Bimbe like out there, like a Snoop Dogg chain and shit. I would for sure have a Sasquatch taxidermied. That would be very very dark, but I, I would have to. Oh man, but um, the resources those guys have, they could legitimately, if they wanted to, they could probably figure it out. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. God. Instead, they're trying to fucking go to Mars. Go to Mars. Nature <laughs> has been tough. The tribe native to the Congo region reported claimed to have purposefully hunted them, further saying they wanted to eradicate them from the area due to their growing fears, <laughs> its aggressions, and history of attacks. Further information about the creature has not been released, and the only reliable information that can be found on it is evidence and work gathered by Dr. Roy P. McCall. Who describes the creature in his 1987 book, A Living Dinosaur. With that being said, locals still talk about the creature, and to this day, stories are still coming out of this region. One of the most interesting things about this report is that the locals didn't know what a dinosaur was, but yet when shown an image of a sauropod, this is what they said the creature looked like. The locals weren't going around claiming that dinosaurs were still alive, but rather describing a creature they had seen on numerous occasions. It wasn't until the guides and researchers explained to them that dinosaurs were no longer alive that they understood why the researchers were so interested. Regardless, they didn't tell them this information until after they had drawn the image. The image in question cannot be confused with any other animal, and the drawing included a large bulky body, a long neck, a long tail, and also had large sauropod-like feet. After this drawing and after talking to the locals, this only caused more confusion, with the team of researchers saying that they were hoping to go to the region and easily explain what natives were encountering. The team of researchers said that they thought the tribe was just encountering local and everyday wildlife. However, one of the tribe members said that they know the wildlife here and that they wouldn't confuse it with another animal. The Evidence some of the best pieces of evidence we have of the creature are those of the giant footprints, which are known for having three claws and leaving deep impressions in the ground. Various locals have reported finding these throughout the Congo and say that they can't match them to any of the local wildlife. The reports follow a similar theme, a local or an expedition stumbling across large tracks that usually measure around 40 to 95 centimetres or 1.5 to 3.5 feet in diameter. The creature's footprints are also spread out, showing that this creature is large. What could the Mbembe be? The locals are perhaps some of the best people to talk to about the local wildlife, 
as they are the ones that have spent the most amount of time in the region. They seem to be under the impression that this creature resembles that of a small sauropod, a large dinosaur that lived millions of years ago, even going on to say that every so often they discover large footprints that they attribute to it. Skeptics have said that such a large creature wouldn't be able to live in this region without being easily detected. However, those who ventured into the Congo jungle have said that it's very dense and that much of it hasn't oh, been explored shit. by humans. Good God. <laughs> As of right now, according to the native tribes in the region, legends and sightings of the creature go back thousands of years, with even a group of French priests that traveled through the region confirming the sighting of this modern-day creature. The mysterious Jabar-Fofi spider. What? The mysterious Jabar-Fofi more commonly known as the Congolese giant spider, is that of a large undiscovered species of spider that is reportedly the size of a man and has survived huh? from larger arachnid species found in ancient prehistoric times Holy well shit. into the modern day. That's terrifying. Though large spiders have been reported all across the continent of Africa, it appears that, within the Congo, there are native tribes known as the Baka that refer to the spider as the Jabar-Fofi, Okay, we went from a fucking living dinosaur to a giant spider. This is one I have not heard about yet. I've not heard about a giant spider yet. And you know, if, if Aaron from Australia is going, nope. <laughs> you know, everything in Australia is trying to kill you. <laughs> okay, that's a, a man-sized spider. That is absolutely terrifying. I hope my wife's not watching this right now. <laughs> How big is giant though? They said the size of a man. That's Plants. pretty fucking big. That's a that's a big spider. Like I would call a tarantula a big spider. Yeah, like, yeah. Anything bigger than a tarantula, I'm like that thing's giant. Like, and I know oh, there's spiders shit. bigger than tarantulas. Oh my god, what the? That thing's like wrapping up monkeys and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That thing, uh, that thing's out there like pouncing on airplanes as they fly by. Yeah, props to this guy for uh, finding the graphics of nightmares. <laughs> you know? Right? Good lord. All right. And have a reported leg span of roughly four feet long. Shit. This was uncovered Shit. after a number it's of worse. African reports began telling of a massive spider infesting different African countries at different times of the year. One of the first reported sightings of such a creature occurred back in the 1890s when a missionary from England ventured into the country of Uganda and discovered a massive web located near Lake Nyasa. Oh my god. He then writes that webs. as they were looking at the web and getting closer to try to understand what it was given its massive oh size, god. stretching between two larger standing trees, several of his companions became trapped. As they began to move in the webs, sticking to the strings, they claimed spiders with legs longer than four feet began to come out and bite into the men. Holy shit. Oh, shit. Later expeditions in 1938 oh would lead researchers to consulting with local and native tribes in the Congo that told of the Congolese giant spider that was believed to have a matching leg span of four feet in length, had thousands of eggs described as being the size of peanuts, and would nest nearby villages in efforts to trap birds, large animals, and even humans. Yeah, no shit. Oh my god. A second god. encounter was reported by R.K. Lloyd and his wife while they were in the Congo. They were on a dirt path when they saw a large creature run across the road. They stopped in order to get a better look at it, initially thinking that the animal in question was a monkey due to how large it was. That's what you don't do. In but the after Congo. approaching it, they soon realized that this creature no, was a giant go. spider. As more and more strange reports begin to surface from the Democratic Republic of Congo, 
It becomes apparent to many different researchers that the country seems to be a lost world, full of impossible-to-explain sightings and supernatural occurrences. Oh my god. This is due to the fact that the entire country seems to be filled with a number of strange creatures and reports that fit that of an ancient prehistoric time, with claims of dinosaur-like creatures still roaming the... When this video started, Matt, I was, I was thinking in my head at the end of the video, I was going to go off about, hey, man, after we're done fucking looking for ghosts and shit, we might have enough fucking money around. Maybe we could go fucking looking for some dinosaurs in the Congo. And that's a horrible fucking idea. So we won't be doing uh, that. That's 1,000%. Uh, you can get fucked, mate. <laughs> no shit, man. Uh, yeah, I, I was okay with the dinosaur, but there's something about a giant spider. Could you imagine that? You're just walking, you get stuck in this fucking web, and you're like, what the fuck is that? And you're looking, you realize you're in a giant web. And then out crawling to suck your blood is a giant man-sized spider with four-foot-long legs. That is terrifying. The dense areas is why of the Congo jungle. you do not travel without a flamethrower. When early explorers were hiking <laughs> oh, through shit. these regions, local tribe members would warn them about giant spiders that liked to prey on men. They said to the explorers that if they came across giant webbing, then they should leave the area immediately. Yeah. As this was proof that these giant Congo spiders were close by. My God. One tribe described these spiders as being able to jump from tree to tree, and oh. that even though they were bright in color, they were hard to see in the backdrop of the jungle. Jeez. They said that this species of spider also builds mound-like structures, and warned that if they saw one, they should stay clear of it. Yeah. Explorers who have heard about the giant Congo spider, or who have encountered it, have suggested it could be a new species of arachnid. Most of the local tales describe the spiders digging shallow holes close to tree roots and then camouflaging it with nearby leaves. Researcher William J. Gibbons was another person who had a run-in with this mysterious creature. The naturalist detailed that while on the hunt for the mysterious Mokelembembe, his expedition team encountered natives who told them about their experiences with giant spiders. Amazed at what he was hearing, he was excited to share their stories with others when he returned to Canada. He said the following. On this third expedition to equatorial Africa, I took the opportunity to inquire if the pygmies knew of such a giant spider, and indeed they did. They speak of the giant or great spider. They described a spider that is generally brown in color with a purple abdomen. They grow to quite an enormous size with a leg span of at least five feet. The giant arachnids weave together a lair made of leaves similar in shape to a traditional pygmy hut and spin a circular web said to be very strong between two trees wow. with a strand stretched across a game trail. Jesus. These giant ground-dwelling <laughs> spiders prey on the forest antelope, birds and other small game, and are said to be extremely dangerous, not to mention highly venomous. End quote. Although his team didn't see one of the giant spiders, he said that the local tribe members warned them about the area and that they should be on high alert. William believed that the locals were telling them about what they had seen and that when talking about the spiders, they even seemed scared. There's been some debates whether the creature would be able to exist. Spiders belong to a group of animals called arthropods, which also includes insects, crustaceans and millipedes. One of the key factors that limit the size of arthropods including spiders, is the way that they breathe. Arthropods have a respiratory system that consists of a network of tubes or trachea that carry oxygen directly to their cells. This system is very efficient for small animals, but as an arthropod gets larger, 
the trachea become less effective at transporting oxygen to all of the cells in the body. This is because the diffusion of gases becomes less efficient over long distances, so oxygen cannot be delivered as quickly to cells that are far from the surface of the body. As a result, larger arthropods have to work harder to get enough oxygen, and they have larger respiratory structures to compensate. This is why many larger arthropods, such as crabs and lobsters, have gills or other respiratory structures that are more complex than simple trachea. However, spiders do not have these more advanced respiratory structures, which means that they are limited in size by their ability to get enough oxygen through their trachea. Another factor that may limit the size of spiders is their exoskeleton, which provides support and protection for their bodies. As spiders grow, their exoskeleton must also grow, which requires them to molt or shed their old exoskeleton periodically. However, as spiders get larger, the molting process becomes more difficult and risky, as their exoskeleton becomes thicker and harder to shed. This may also limit the maximum size that spiders can reach. Some of the largest spider species alive today, such as the Goliath bird eater and the huntsman spider, have a leg span of up to 30 centimeters or 12 inches. However, if these factors that's, were not limiting, some scientists have <laughs> yeah, suggested yeah. that spiders could theoretically grow to be as large as small dogs with leg spans of up to two meters or six and a half feet. That's fucking crazy. The Amelantuca. Whoa. Amelantuca, oh. also known as Killer of Elephants or the Behemoth, is a legendary creature that is said to inhabit the dense rainforests of Central Africa, primarily in the Republic of Congo. The creature is described as a large, semi-aquatic reptile with a heavy armoured body, a long neck, and a single horn on its forehead. The Emela Antuka is said to be extremely aggressive and territorial, and is known to take out any creature that enters its territory, including Toronto. elephants. According to local legends, the Emela Antuka is often sighted near rivers or water sources, suggesting that it may be a semi-aquatic creature. Some reports also suggest that the creature may have a distinctive roar or bellow that can be heard from a distance. This art is pretty cool. Those who have seen it have described it as looking similar to a triceratops. Interestingly, when shown photographs, the local tribes of the Congo said it looked very similar to the triceratops. Gathering evidence of this creature has been tough. The tribes native to the Congo region have claimed that they are tough and that they fear nothing. One of the last reported sightings of the creature was seen in Kenya, though many experts believe that if the creature did at one time exist, then it has long been extinct. Interestingly, the tribe reports that one of the last remaining creatures was taken out during the 1930s, with the tribe reporting that a man had removed the horn from the body of the creature and currently holds it in his possession. What? However, this man has not come forward with the horn due to fears it will be taken away from him. The Emelantuka is said to be a hostile creature and has allegedly been witnessed attacking local wildlife. The locals of the Congo have observed this creature taking down fully-sized elephants, noting that the elephants can't defend themselves against the Emelantuka's large horn. What's interesting is that tribes have said you can't find large animals where this creature lives, and they say this is because the local wildlife fears the Emelantuka. The Emelantuka has been reported by local people for centuries, and some believe it may be a surviving dinosaur or prehistoric reptile. However, no physical evidence of its existence has been found. As of right now, 
explorers continue to search for evidence of the Emela and Tuca's existence, and it remains a popular subject of folklore and speculation. The 50-foot Congo snake Definitely seen as one of the most unexplained and credible creature encounters is that of the account made by Colonel Remy van Leerde. I've heard about this. Back in 1959, when the Belgian Air Force occupied Ah. the Democratic Republic of the Congo, a colonel by the name of Remy van Leerde made a startling discovery as he was flying overhead the rainforests of the Congo. There were three people on the flight, himself, a pilot, and a photographer. As they were attempting to get surveillance information of the forest below them on their journey to another military base, they made an incredible (laughs) discovery. Suddenly, the colonel noticed what appeared to be a large snake over 50 feet in length, and noted that it was lifting its body more than 10 feet high. The colonel reportedly told the pilot to turn around so they could get better photographs of the creature, and so they hovered for a while These in the helicopter the before they realized they were low enough to be within striking distance of the snake. The photographs are impressive, and seem to match what the colonel reported. Interestingly, those who've studied the image as well as the area where the creature was encountered, have said that this isn't the first time that someone has encountered a giant snake in the Congo and suggest that this creature might actually be a titanoboa. This giant snake is an extinct genus of very large snakes that lived during the Paleocene Epoch, approximately 60 to 58 million years ago. The name means titanic boa, and it is appropriately named as it is the largest snake ever discovered. It was first described in 2009 from fossils found in the Serajon Formation in Colombia. The snake measured between 45 to 50 feet in length and weighed approximately 2,500 pounds. Jesus. <laughs> its body was about 3 feet or 1 meter in diameter, and it had a head that was about 2 feet or 60 centimeters long. This giant snake lived in a humid, tropical environment with temperatures averaging about 30 degrees Celsius. It was a constrictor, and likely preyed on large animals, such as crocodiles and turtles. Its massive size allowed it to overpower even the largest prey. It is also believed that this giant snake was able to regulate its body temperature, much like modern-day snakes, which would have given it a significant advantage in its environment. The discovery has provided scientists with important insights into the evolution of snakes and the ecosystems in which they lived. It has also sparked the imagination of the public who are fascinated by the idea of a giant snake that once roamed the earth. The snake was able to grow so big because of the favorable environmental conditions of the Paleocene Epoch, which occurred approximately 66 million years ago. During this time, the earth was much warmer and the oxygen levels were higher than they are today, creating an ideal environment for the snake to thrive. I love the chat. The warmer temperatures allowed for a higher metabolic rate, meaning the giant snake could consume more food and grow faster. Additionally, (laughs) the higher oxygen levels allowed it to extract more oxygen from the air, which in turn allowed them to grow to massive sizes. Studies suggest that it was able to grow to sizes of up to 50 feet long and weigh over a tonne. The snake was also able to adapt to its environment by evolving unique physical features that helped it survive. For example, It had a wide, flat head with large teeth that allowed it to consume larger prey. It also had a flexible spine that helped it move efficiently on land and in water. These adaptations, 
coupled with the favorable environmental conditions, allowed it to become one of the largest snakes to ever exist. Did you ever watch the Titanoboa The giant snake went extinct, no. along with other giant oh, dude, animals that roamed the Earth during the Paleocene-Eocene maximum, that? which occurred uh, about 56 million years ago. During this time, the Earth's temperature rose rapidly, causing massive changes in the climate and environment. It is believed that the extinction of it and other giant animals was caused by a combination of factors, including changes in temperature, precipitation, and food availability. The Paleocene-Eocene thermal maximum led to a decrease in the amount of oxygen in the atmosphere, which would have made it harder for large animals to breathe and may have contributed to their demise. In addition, the changing climate would have altered the snake's habitat and food sources, making it more difficult for them to survive. With the disappearance of their preferred prey, the snake and other giant animals would have struggled to find enough food to sustain their massive bodies. Interestingly, this isn't the first time that explorers have detailed encountering a giant snake, and it's led to researchers suggesting that perhaps a small group of these giant snakes live within the dense, unexplored regions of the Congo jungle. Entirely plausible. The Mahamba. Believed to be a possible surviving member of the Dinosuchus species, the Mahamba is believed to be a massive 50-foot-long crocodile Jesus. that has elongated forearms and hind legs, allowing it to run at speeds that can top that of a human. According to myths and legends, the creature will float in the oh rivers God. similar to that of a crocodile, hiding underneath the waters until a large creature or boat passes overhead. Yeah, I definitely think the Congo has enough food. It has been reported food. to have swallowed <laughs> entire sure. canoes whole and run onto land to devour and attack any tribes passing by. Wow. The native tribes believe that the creature feeds on the other species of monsters and dinosaurs in the region and will usually stick to the deeper waters running through the rainforest. However, not much else is known about the behaviors of the creature, as the tribe claims few, if any, survivors live to tell the tale of their encounters with the creature. The last known sighting of the Mahamba was back in 1930, but since then there have been no reported claims of the creature. Despite not seeing or encountering for almost a hundred years, the tribes still tend to ignore and prevent visiting certain areas of the rainforest altogether in fear of the massive potentially encountering the creature. Some have suggested that the Mahamba is actually a surviving Dinosuchus. Dinosuchus is an extinct genus of giant crocodilian that lived during the late Cretaceous period, around 73 to 82 million years ago. It was one of the largest crocodilians ever to exist, with some individuals estimated to have been up to 40 feet or 12 meters in length and weighed up to 8,000 pounds or 3,600 kilograms. Dinosuchus had a broad, flat skull that was elongated and had many teeth that were adapted for crushing and gripping. Its jaws were very powerful, allowing it to take down large prey such as dinosaurs, which it likely ambushed at the water's edge. The teeth of Dinosuchus were also quite large, with some measuring up to six inches long. Dinosuchus lived in freshwater environments and is thought to have preyed on dinosaurs, as well as other animals such as turtles and fish. Its distribution ranged from what is now Montana and South Dakota in the United States to northern Mexico. The name Dinosuchus means terror crocodile in Greek, and this animal certainly lived up to its name. Its powerful jaws and massive size would have made it a formidable predator in the late Cretaceous ecosystems it inhabited. The Dinosuchus was able to grow so big due to several factors. Firstly, during the late Cretaceous period, the climate was warmer than today, 
and the oxygen content of the air was higher, which may have contributed to the growth of animals. Additionally, the Dinosuchus had a very powerful bite, with jaws that could exert a force of up to 23,000 pounds per square inch. This allowed it to prey on large animals such as dinosaurs and other reptiles. The Dinosuchus also had a unique adaptation skull, with a flat snout and large teeth that were designed for crushing bones. This allowed it to consume its prey more efficiently, including the hard-shelled turtles that were abundant during the late Cretaceous period. Overall, the Dinosuchus was a formidable predator that was able to grow so big due to a combination of environmental factors and unique adaptations that allowed it to thrive during the late Cretaceous period. Like many other large reptiles of the late Cretaceous, Our chat is full the Dinosuchus of went extinct degenerate. 66 million yeah. years ago at the end of the Cretaceous <laughs> period. The cause of the Dinosuchus's extinction is not entirely clear but it is thought to be related to the same event that caused the extinction of the dinosaurs, a large asteroid impact that created a global environmental catastrophe, including wildfires, tsunamis, and drastic changes in climate and sea level. This would have led to widespread extinction of many species, including the Dinosuchus. So, what do you make of these Congo mysteries and discoveries? Be sure to leave your questions and answers in the comment section below and help us to grow this community while working to solve these unexplained mysteries. Thank you for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more videos. Okay. In my opinion, every single one of those creatures is plausible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the oh, Congo. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, give you guys an idea of how big a Titanoboa was compared to people. This chat, man. Bro. <laughs> These guys. So, those are adults <laughs> next to a life-size model of a Titanoboa eating a crocodile. Well, here's the thing. Those people in the helicopter or whatever took pictures of it. Yeah. That is a so I mean we can obviously sit here and say, okay, well a giant snake, not an anaconda, is alive in the Congo or at least was. True, and there's also though no known no no known giant species of snake in the Congo that they that we know of. Well, they got a picture of one. So Yeah. Um and if that thing, if there's enough food for that thing to eat, yeah, I know that they, um, you know, survive differently than like a giant crocodile or something. But right, it's just uh, when I see a video like that, and I see all those creatures, I have to in my head I'm thinking, okay, what are the plausibility? You know, what's the plausibility of these things being able to exist? And in a place like the Congo, where not many people go, not just because of you know the things that are there but to get into the congo man i don't know if you've ever seen the movie congo but it's even worse than that like you know with the warlords and shit um it's pretty all, bad man yeah and all the gorillas not the not the hairy ones <laughs> like it's a bad place <laughs> but man god could you imagine like a giant spider and a giant fucking snake going at it like bro why didn't they put that in the movie congo like why didn't they have like a giant spider oh, god. Like taking people out, you know? 
Instead, yeah. they made up some bullshit gorillas. Dude, if I was in Hollywood, I'd be watching YouTube videos like that to get me inspired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all uh, right, guys. So apparently there's this legendary spider in the Congo. <laughs> what if the cartel got a hold of one and turned it loose at an enemy <laughs> cartel base? But instead, those dumbasses are going, hey, listen to this. Sharknado, hear me out, right? It's going to be great. <laughs> like they're sitting there snorting coke thinking about movies like sharknado when we could have an amazing movie about a giant snake in the congo or giant spiders in the congo bro did you ever <laughs> hear about the movie velocipaster 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 what you're shitting me right now i may have had too much to drink while doing this show um but it's called velocipaster <laughs> hear me it's- out it's about <laughs> oh no it's more off the rails than you think um oh my god they're doing meth in that in, the, in that conference room they're doing meth <laughs> i want to read you the synopsis for velocipaster this could <laughs> tranny sore ass rex Oh man! Came out came out about six years ago. <sighs> okay, okay. Hold on. Let me get to the IMB, IMDb page. Velocipaster, you've got Velocipaster. to be shitting me. Okay, you ready? Here's the here's the synopsis. After losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first, horrified by this new power, a hooker convinces him to use this to fight crime and ninjas. Okay. Here. <laughs> Here's the problem. <laughs> oh, my God. What is this world we live in? This is fucking retarded. Sorry for my language. Good God. <laughs> Who greenlights this shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Bro. Okay. Just. Okay. I, I don't know, man. Wow. I mean, it's. It is not great. I gotta watch it. I, I've been meaning to watch it. That, uh, this is the type of shit. So. He might be watching the show right now. My buddy Roland from work. Let's see if I can find this shit. He sent me the most vile shit I've ever seen. I can't believe it was even allowed on Amazon. Let me see if I can find. Good God! This. Oh no, joke! Hold on, let me let me pull something up. It's free on YouTube. Okay, so we're gonna extend movie night a little bit. We're gonna. We're going to watch a little bit of that. But first, I have to show you guys the most vile shit I've ever seen, and it's on Amazon. Um, I could not believe that this actually existed. And... (laughs) He sends me this, and I threw up in my mouth. And then I showed my wife, and she threw up in her mouth. (laughs) Oh, God. Let me see if I can find it. Wow. (laughs) Hold on. Oh, yeah. 
wow, did they pull it off? I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled it off. It was so vile. Uh, let me see if I can just... Here, I'll just put it up to the camera. This is how vile people can be. I don't know if you can read that. It says... Okay, what it says is, I went on a hunt for the Easter Bigfoot, and now he's eating my ass. Okay? Bro, there's this girl on TikTok <laughs> that reviews the weird the weird erotic novels, and it... <laughs> it is and, the most vile shit. <laughs> it's the weirdest shit! Oh my god, it's so awful. And it's by an author named Chuck Tingle. And it just... <laughs> It just hits different. <laughs> like when I when I see that shit, I'm just like, what kind of vile human beings? Oh god. It's it's absolutely I mean I'm probably gonna get booted off YouTube for this shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's some weird shit on YouTube. I'm gonna read the synopsis now. If oh, you're fuck yeah, we're getting kicked off YouTube. <laughs> it's actually it's actually not that well, it is bad. Heath is a park ranger who loves the great outdoors, but lately his job has started to erode away the pleasure he finds in these natural landscapes. These days, it's all business. All this changes, however, when Heath finds himself trapped in a desolate mountaintop cabin on the night before Easter Sunday. <laughs> it's here that he hears the legend of the Easter Bigfoot, a handsome pink creature with long ears and hard abs. <laughs> but could such a mysterious force really exist in the wilderness? Now Heath is following a trail of colorful eggs to his erotic destiny, and he learned that the natural wonder of the great outdoors is all about what you make of it. This erotic tale is 4,400 words of sizzling human on gay Easter Bigfoot action, including anal blowjobs, rough sex, cream pies, and magic holiday creature love. Now this is the type of shit that Jeff Bezos is making money on, okay? By an author named Chuck Tingle. It is the most vile shit ever. Hey, I'm just mad that we didn't get a cut of it. You know what I mean? It makes me uh, really question humanity. What did you say? Velocipastor? Oh, I sent it to you, buddy. Oh, my God. There it is. You've got to be shitting me. Okay. <laughs> I think we can get away with this. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Nothing worse than the Easter Bigfoot eating somebody's ass. I'll tell you that. That's right. <sighs> Jesus. 40 episodes, right in, here. Is, 40 episodes in. This is where we're at. Reviewing gay Bigfoot erotica. You tell me another paranormal show that <laughs> would say those same things. There isn't one, and there's a good reason for it. Yeah. Good yeah. God, that's so vile. <laughs> All right. Are you shitting me right now? Oh, <laughs> okay. There's no sound. No sound. Cool. Very cool. Hold on one second, folks. <laughs> oh. Where is my... There it is. Let me try this again. 
What are you watching, Matt? Huh? What are you watching? <laughs> oh, just keep scrolling through some Instagram oh. stories. <laughs> I thought I heard kids screaming. I was like, what is going on? Oh, no, nothing crazy. Rated X. By an all-Christian jury. This is the greatest point we can learn from his word in the book of Job. This is already a pile of shit. Though we all suffer, <laughs> it is the righteous. Oh, fuck, what are we doing? And to believe in God <laughs> is the greatest gift any of us can have. May my enemy be like the wicked. May my opponent be like the unrighteous. Amen. I know I've said it before. Can you imagine being an actor Thank for one you. of these shit movies? God bless. <laughs> going, this is and what just, my career has come to. And just hoping for the, your big break to come from it. I already hate this guy. Look at this asshole. <laughs> oh my god, I hate him already. Hey, pause it real quick. Mom and dad! <laughs> what a fucking pile of shit. Oh my god. So, so who's the guy that plays Dexter? Oh, Michael C. Hall. This is this guy is if you order Michael C. Hall a fucking wish, <laughs> or even <laughs> he kind of looks like the guy who plays Spock in the modern um, Star Trek movies. Kind of like a like if those two ha- like had a gay baby. His <laughs> gay is like, Pastor Glenn. <laughs> oh my God, Wayne. This cannot be fucking real. Oh, this is real. This is a real fucking movie. What is happening right now? No! (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so they made it to be bad. It's what parents do. They die on you. They're in a better place. It's what parents do. They die on you. That is so fucked up. This is so great. I just don't know what to believe anymore, Father Stewart. Why would God? Why would God? It's not our place to ask. Just know that God has a plan for us all. Everything happens for a reason. Here. Drink some more wine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm starting to question my faith. It's because your world has changed. You should travel, Doug. Discover how others live. I think it'll do you good. Travel, but to where? How much did he get paid for this? I will do shitty movies to get paid. If you find him there, then you'll know he's within you. Where God will not follow. You're right. He does look like Michael C. Hall, like the fucking. The Wish version. That's hilarious, yeah. Matt. That yeah. is fucking hilarious. You're welcome. Oh, what do we have here? A Chevelle? Was that a 70 Chevelle, guys? 
What do we got? One gaffer, just one guy. For sure, if uh, I'm part of this movie, I'm like, you know what? Go ahead and save save a little bit of money and just don't even put my name in the credits. <laughs> like, don't even. Like, right, I don't want to be associated with it. Written, right, directed, and edited by Brendan Steer. <laughs> we should we should invite guys that make these types of movies on the show. Oh, bro, for sure. Wouldn't that be is fun? This, is this supposed to be fucking China? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Oh my god. God. Take it. I don't understand. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I mean, I guess if you're going to say, like, if you're not going to be in a real, real good movie, you might as well say I was in the worst fucking movie ever made. <laughs> you know what I mean? This isn't Grease. Ah! <laughs> 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 
Oh boy. The dream again. <laughs> oh, man. The very same. The pain in my hand. The disease from your travels, no doubt. Something stuck on this artifact you cut your hand with. It's no wonder this haunts your. Oh, body. hey, it got shut down, buddy. What did that Chinese say? Dragon warrior? They shut it down? Something like that. They, are you what guys happened? saying they shut it down, guys? Eastern. What happened? The chat's saying, oh, they got in trouble. Oh, that sucks. Grease, restart voice. Oh, shit. <laughs> we, fight, we did it now, dude. Ah, well. <laughs> Can you guys see us? <laughs> we, fi we finally did it, huh? They pulled we, the plug on us. We finally. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, I guess we better go back and say goodbye. Uh, close it out and come back in. Oh, wait. Okay, they can see us. Are we here? Are we back? <laughs> oh, man. That's a first for the show. I kind of like it. Oh, I man. Hope, I hope, I hope we don't called... get sued for the nothing that we've ever made on the show. Oh, I know, right? Well. On video is gone. Yep, we, we, we got infringed. <sighs> Holy shit. Let me see what happened here. <laughs> oh, man. We were just giving our take on it. It's... uh. No, we see darkness. Yeah, we got infringed shit. They shut us down. Oh, god damn it. Oh, yeah, they fucking totally shut us down. That actually makes the show great. <laughs> Can you hear us right now? Stream suspended for policy violation. It says stream unavailable. <laughs> we got our we got yeah. our we got our badge, dude. We, got we our made badge. it. Oh man. That's funny. Well, I guess I guess we're gone. <laughs> I guess that's how we closed out the show this week. <laughs> oh man. Well, it's been. What we'll have to do is we'll have to. Uh, we have the video. <laughs> Great episode. <laughs> oh man. Well, <laughs> oh man, that, like, I honestly think that's funny. <laughs> they better be thanking us for the fucking three views that they're going to get for that video now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oops. <laughs> Okay. Are we back? Can you see us now, guys? Can you guys Holy see us shit. at all? My God, we were just trying to figure out how we were going to close the show. <laughs> <laughs> we finally did it. We we went and did it. They, 
you know, the, the gods of YouTube are sitting there going, okay, how much anal Easter bunny stuff can we talk about? Oh, now they're playing Velocipaster. We can't have this voice. The movie's so bad, they don't want us airing it. Good Lord. Man. China. They, I was telling Matt, they can thank us for the three extra views they're going to get on that piece of shit. Wow. Good Bro, God. I kind of want to watch it really bad now just to see how bad it gets. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Facebook, Facebook. Facebook oh. didn't shut us down. Zuckerberg's like, nope, nope, nope. Zuck's like, that movie is a pile of shit. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, we did get uh, shut down on YouTube. The stream ended. Um, Velasa Pastor was um, just getting shitty. uh, Oh, my God, man. The uh, dream again. Dude. (laughs) We did it, dude. We finally got... We finally got shut down. I wonder if hopefully we don't get our channel banned. That would suck and we'd have to start all over again. Uh yeah. Yeah. But uh well, I guess that's it, folks. <laughs> Movie night for talking paranormal came to a swift end. Very <laughs> very soul crushing end. Um Yeah. But you know God dang, how good though. I mean, such a good time. That was good. That was good. I wonder if it'll show up until then. And then shut it down, or if I got to figure out how to post the video all over again. Oh, uh, man, hopefully, it just lets it go. Man, <laughs> what a disaster! That's funny, though. Not a disaster, not a disaster. Okay, yes, the VFX car on fire was fucking gold. <laughs> um, have you has anybody else ever seen uh Casa del Mi Padre? No. It's a Will Ferrell movie. It's uh, shot as a telenueva. <laughs> and there's this whole scene where they cut out, and it was supposed to be like uh, a real tiger dragging Will Ferrell's character to safety. But they write out this whole letter. They go, this scene has been cut, and here's a letter explaining. And it's talking about how the tiger's gotten some fucking cocaine on the set, and or just mauling everyone oh and it that's was hilarious awful and it's just this whole thing like it was supposed to be this epic <laughs> scene <laughs> oh, i man. was crying reading that and my wife's like i don't understand the humor you're seeing in this i'm like it is like it is gold that they did this on purpose oh my god i i love silly shit like that in movies no it, silly movies are fun it's fun to yeah. sit there and go what a pile of shit this is <laughs> Uh, that was that was a that was a good time. Um, I guess uh, to close out the show, uh, the Congo is a scary fucking place. <laughs> uh, the Congo definitely. Man, you know what though? Like I I agree with a lot of stuff they said in that video. Um, I enjoy the fact that he used AI art. Yeah. From the descriptions that have been given of these animals. That was very interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Um, I kind of wish I knew what he was using for the AI art. Because now I'm like, that would be great for our cover art for YouTube and stuff. Bro, yeah. let's let's see here. Well, yeah, why don't you do some research, Matt? Do some research on that. Um, <laughs> man, I can't believe. What a crazy. Okay, so we are back. All right, that's good. Oh, movie night ended very, very swiftly. YouTube fucking came in and said, not today, boys. <laughs> uh, well, 
you know it was bound to happen sooner or later. We try to push the envelope here on Talking Paranormal, and I think tonight we pushed it a little bit too far for YouTube, and that's okay. We took it a hair too far, and you know what? <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> you can't. They can't hate us for that, you know? I'm really trying to find this AI art generator while we're on the air. Create your own art in the app store. One of the comments in the, in the video for Philosopaster is a guy that says, I love the part where the car explodes. The best CGI I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Start a uh, Dutch start with a dick in the portal. That'd be hilarious. (laughs) Just a circle and a dick. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, you can drive to China in a Chevelle, apparently. Um, while a song talks about you turning into a dinosaur, I am just. I, I'm shocked that YouTube would not let us play that. Out of all the things that they've cut us for, <laughs> oh man, what a what a great night! <laughs> oh, well, once we started playing that movie, I started having these ideas where I was like, "Man, maybe we should start reviewing bad B horror movies. That'd be kind of fun." But it doesn't look like that's going to happen. <laughs> so the thing of it is. Uh... Yeah, I kind of knew it would be a uh... That's like, I knew we would have gotten kicked off. I just wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's where I was at. Because uh... Ghost Sasquatch. Are you putting in Ghost Sasquatch into AI art? Uh-huh. Oh my god. Wouldn't it be funny if they came up with my uh, with the with the my uh, graphic? Hold on, it's making it right now. Hold on, this is gonna be good. We might have a new graphic for talking paranormal. No, hold on. No, not good enough. Not good enough. Hold on. Boo. <laughs> oh, because I didn't style of artwork. Oh shit. <clears throat> Not yeah, sure. I wonder. I wonder if we can get away with a watch party. That'd be. I think you can. I just don't know how we would go about doing that. I have to do some research on that. Because I mean, we've been playing YouTube videos and uh, no problem so far. But I guess when you play a big budget Hollywood flick, they get a little bit fucking. They get their panties in a bunch. <laughs> oh, I'm generating another one. I changed <laughs> it up. <clears throat> I would have thought just reading the description of that Amazon <laughs> book would have gotten us booted, but I guess not. Okay, let's see. Shame. Oh, that's interesting. You kind of see it. Yeah, yeah. It's got like a ghost. Fa- it's got a ghost face. Interesting. I'm gonna hit generate again. See if it comes up with something different. Uh, I'm using AI art. Ooh. I make it big. (laughs) 
again, not now, generate again. <laughs> Did you get it, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of creepy. It's totally a guy in a suit. <laughs> wow. Mona Lisa eating a burger. It's a fat Mona Lisa with a cheeseburger. That's hilarious. Uh, interesting. Well, <laughs> we finally did it, guys. We got uh, we got our stream banned, and uh, you know, I look at that as as a badge of honor. We're talking paranormal. Oh, it's a chimp. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Well, anyway, that was a great evening. Uh, that was a great evening. Thank you guys for joining us as usual. And remember, anything is possible, including getting booted on YouTube. <laughs> um, definitely won't be sticking our dicks in any portals anytime soon. Um. You know, and will we ever play another shitty YouTube movie again on this channel and get booted off YouTube? I'm gonna go ahead and say a thousand percent, percent maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thank you all for joining us once again on a Saturday night here on Talking Paranormal. I'm Chris, that's Matt. We'll see you next week. See y'all. Adios.